Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Quark, and I'm going to be flying solo here for this end-of-season madness here. We've got, what, not very many days left in the NBA season. Good, Thank goodness we are all done with this, aren't we? But uh, it's all good. We have some good stuff going on here. Uh, looks like we got one, two, three, three days left here in the NBA season. So really, really late season stuff here. Obviously, we've got quite a bit of uh, news that we have to keep our eyes on. We are going to be doing the lineup, lineup lock show again tomorrow on the YouTube channel. So Sports Ethos YouTube channel, check it out. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the Sports Ethos channel and you'll get the notifications whenever we go live, which should be about 45 minutes before lock tomorrow. Uh, maybe it may just be me, but all good. We'll get it done. But we do have an exciting 11-game slate here for your Friday. Uh, I'm going to do this a little bit differently since it's late season and it's kind of like crazy season, right? Um, we are actually going to uh, do this more like uh, guys you can look at, guys you can you know, pretty much assume we're going to be talking about on the lineup lock show uh, because, you know, other guys are sitting on their team, so kind of value plays, I guess. And then I'm going to do stars you can trust. So basically we're going to do stars and scrubs, first scrubs that you can trust, and then stars you can trust. We're going to do it that way because there is going to be a lot of information between now and lineup lock tomorrow uh, that's going to help you win this slate. And I can't give you all the answers right now. I'll just be quite honest with you. But this is a very good primer. This will give you an idea what to look at if you can't tune into a lineup lock show. Uh, it will give you a great idea what to look for if you're just trying to do it yourself. But it's an 11-game slate for Friday. Uh, just kind of run down what we have for injury news so far. We do have Giannis Antetokounmpo marked out with a knee injury. Drew Holiday also out with rest. Bro, Brooke Lopez out with rest as well. Middleton out with a knee injury. Obviously, uh, just managing that knee injury he had before. Um, it's looking like the Bucks are one of those teams that's going to be resting a lot of guys, so I do have some thoughts about that one. Uh, Anthony Davis is questionable with a foot injury. I think he probably leans more towards playing. LeBron James is questionable with a foot injury. He's almost undoubtedly playing, so take that for its worth. The Lakers need to win a game, so we'll, we'll talk about that too. Sabonis questionable with an ankle injury. Fox questionable with an ankle injury. Herder questionable with a knee injury management injury. And Malik Monk even is questionable with a league injury. Keegan Murray also questionable with a foot injury. So it looks like the Kings also have uh, zero incentive to play, which is true. And it looks like they're leaning towards sitting everybody and getting some much-needed rest. On the Knicks, we have Jalen Brunson out with a hand injury and R.J. Barrett questionable with an illness. Those are legit uh, things, it seems like, but uh, the Knicks have been rolling out the young guys recently, and they're pretty much locked into where they're going to be as well. Uh, they actually are entirely locked in. They're going to be playing the, the Cavs. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, good luck to them. Zach Levine is questionable with rest. With rest. That's what he's on the injury report with. Uh, we also have DeMar DeRozan questionable with rest. So Levine, DeRozan, uh, 
Interestingly enough, no Vucha in there, but I do think he'll be added. I think the Bulls are one of those teams that will be sitting people. Um, you'll see the Dallas spread begin to climb, which it already has. Uh, the line opened at minus 7 towards the Bulls. Minus 9 last I checked. It'll probably keep climbing to like minus 10, minus 11, somewhere in that range. So we'll see about that one. Uh, I do have some thoughts on that one, obviously. Tyrese Maxey is questionable with a Nick injury. Um, don't know why I have him separate here from the other Knicks, but there you go. Uh, um, oh, he's not on the Knicks. He's on the Sixers. Ooh, uh, my, my, my mind is going crazy. I'm thinking quickly. Maxey is not quickly, even though they have similar body types and somewhat similar styles. Uh, but Maxey for the Sixers is questionable with a Nick injury. I do think the Sixers are one of those teams that um, they don't have anybody really on the injury court yet, but they have no incentive to play. So I think you'll definitely see Harden and probably Embiid. Uh, both both ruled out for this one, so we'll see about that. Uh, do you have some thoughts there? Bancaro is doubtful, I'm going to say, with a back injury. He sat in this one, this last game, and uh, probably going to sit in this one as well. Wendell Carter is doubtful, also with a hip injury. Franz Wagner, questionable with an ankle injury. So the Magic um, also sitting pretty much all their starters. Um, don't think they have much incentive to play them in this next game. I think Paulo Bancaro pretty much has that rookie of the year locked up. I'm hoping Jalen Williams wins it. That's just not going to happen. Um, for the Charlotte Hornets, we got P.G. Washington marked out with a foot injury, and Dennis Smith Jr. seems to be still dealing with that toe injury. It's making him questionable. Um, I, I just don't know if you'll see Dennis Smith Jr. again this season. I've been saying he's probably actually dealing with an injury, uh, which may be the case, but it seems like he's probably more towards the doubtful side. We'll see, though. Uh, Derek White of the Boston Celtics is questionable with an ankle injury. Malcolm Brogdon, also questionable with a back injury. Mark Smart, questionable with a neck injury. So three guards over in Boston are questionable. Lots to take away there. I think Boston uh, is also locked in to their spots here. So they should be on my list here for people to look at down the line uh, for value plays. Miles Turner, still for whatever reason, being listed as questionable with a back injury. Uh, there's almost no chance he plays. T.J. McConnell has popped up also as questionable with a hip injury. I think it's finally time for them to play Andrew Numbard a million minutes. So take that for what's worth. Uh, Jalen Smith is questionable with a knee injury also, which is a new one there. That's a kind of an interesting one. You might have all the ejects you could ever imagine if there's no Miles Turner or Jalen Smith, which would be really nice. And D'Anthony Melton is doubtful with the calf, calf injury. I'm going to mark him as doubtful. He left the game. The, the day before with the calf injury. Uh, I think the Sixers are going to want to rest him for the upcoming uh, playoffs. So, with all that information and knowing who's playing for what and who's who's playing for something and who's not playing for anything, I just want to, again, I broke this down as kind of scrubs to start it off and guys you can look at that are just going to get increased opportunity and be valuable because they're going to be just underpriced. And then we'll talk about after that, the second half will be stars that you can trust. So guys that are playing for something, uh, you know, so like the Heat would be playing for something. For instance, um, they could technically still get out of the play-in, I believe. So we're going to talk about that. Um, first, we got the scrubs here. Sacramento, let's just go ahead and assume that the Kings are going to do the smart thing and rest Sabonis, rest De'Aaron Fox, uh, rest Malik Monk, right? They're resting other top guys because they are going to make a deep playoff run. Hopefully, right? They are two games behind the second seed. But not a whole lot of incentive to get that second seed. And I don't think... I'm not sure what the season series is with the, with the Grizzlies, but assuming, you know, since they're, they've marked these guys as out, 
I don't think, or it's questionable, I should say. I don't think they're super incentivized to win this. So I'm guessing they're, they're sitting everybody. And if that is the case, I mean, if Davion Mitchell does play, he would be an okay play. But my favorite players are actually, my favorite play on this uh, team is actually Terrence Davis at 3,900. Terrence Davis is one of those guys, if he gets the minutes he does produce, um, for, you know, he's got kind of a high ceiling, low floor. So I will say that. He could absolutely not put up a, a very good line. Kessler Edwards at 4,000 is another guy you could definitely consider. I feel better with about Terrence Davis, personally. Davion Mitchell, who I mentioned before, is 4,500. All those guys, though, 3,900, 4,000, 4,500, absolutely, obviously affordable. And they all play different positions as well. So they could fill an area of need for you if you need a cheap option at small forward, power forward, shooting guard, and point guard. Um, there's also, I'm not sure which way to go here, so I'll probably just avoid it entirely, but there's also that trio of centers, assuming that Sabonis is going to be out. And, well, I guess there's four centers, but I, I'm not playing Alex Len, even at 4,100. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> Can't bring myself to do it. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but Rashawn Holmes and Nemus Keda and uh, Chibeze Metu are all 3,000. They're all absolute minimum pricing. And I think you can take a stab at any one of these guys. I probably feel best about Metu being the most skilled, being the best mix of, of skilled and young out of those three. I know a lot of people are high on Keda. I am not necessarily. Um, does work in the G League, but we've all seen sometimes it does not translate to the NBA. I think that's a, this is one of those cases. But, you know, maybe they do play Keda uh, 35 minutes. And if that is the case, he's going to put up really big fancy lines, really big stats. So I would absolutely get Kate in my lineup in that scenario. So those are the two that I feel the best about. Rashawn Holmes, definitely a deep league GPP type deal. Um, but any of those three guys I would feel pretty good about. I'm not going to bust Alex I'm just not going to do it. If you want to do it, more power to you. Um, just a bum. So. <laughs> Sorry, Alex Lund. Sorry, uh, Len and your family. I don't mean to crap on you like that. Um, all right, moving on, though. Uh, let's talk about the Chicago Bulls. My Chicago Bulls. It's the Dallas Mavericks. And, yeah, uh, pretty much the rumors and the quotes that we're getting are pointing towards the Bulls sitting guys against this Mavericks team and maybe playing against the Pistons in their last game. The Bulls are sitting in 10th. Um, they are two games behind the Raptors, three games behind the Hawks. Uh, the only way they catch the Raptors is if they win out and the Raptors lose out. Just play not going to happen. So uh, I think if they do play against the Pistons, and this is what Billy Donovan basically said, if the and this is looking beyond the slate, obviously, so tune out for the next 10 seconds. But if they do play against the Pistons, it's going to be limited minutes. He wants them to be in a rhythm for the for the playoffs, supposedly, which I just think is asinine. They should just play the young guys right now. They should tank and try to get a better a better pick because basically they can improve their odds of getting a better pick by like I think five percent or so by losing a few games here, and that's what they should do. So hopefully they wise up. So I'm, I'm definitely assuming they're going to sit for this one. Uh, I do think they do. Kobe White at five thousand, obviously a good good play there. Patrick Williams at forty five hundred, probably my favorite play on the Bulls. I'd assume 3,800 is definitely in play as well. 
Uh, definitely a cheaper card, obviously. And let's not all forget, it could be, finally, that Andre Drummond game we've all been waiting for all season. If there's no Vucevic, and they're going to put Andre Drummond in there. Which they should. I think he's an excellent tank commander, because the guy will make an incredible play one second, and the very next second he'll make the dumbest basketball play you've ever imagined. So, he's a perfect tank commander, because he gives you the illusion that, that he's trying and doing well. Really, he's uh, most likely not. That's the Andre Drummond experience for you guys. But yeah, I think Andre Drummond at 3,500 is a fantastic spot. Um, for whatever reason, Vooch is not on the injury report yet. So that's what gives me pause between, you know, from calling him my favorite play. Right now it's Patrick Williams. But if, if Vooch is out and Andre, Will Andre Drummond is in, then yeah, I'm switching that to Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond's going to have a monster line. Especially against Dallas Mavericks. Uh, okay, Milwaukee is sitting everybody. Um, looking up and down this roster, they're all kind of inflated because Milwaukee's been kind of just hitting people left and right. They haven't really been trying here for the last, uh, I don't know, two, three games. So everyone's a little bit too inflated for my liking. I think there's other guys around the state that you can pepper in that are similar price to these Milwaukee guys. But obviously Bobby Portis at 7,800 stands out to me. Um, just a massive ceiling on this guy. Um... You know, gave it to my Bulls, as I knew he would. I was on his points over. Uh, not part of the wager pass, unfortunately, but my friend and I uh, have a little thing going on, and we were both on the uh, the Bobby Portis over for the points. And 7800 is still not not uh, too expensive. I would definitely go there. That is a good play. So I'm going to throw him out there. Uh, you can look at a guy like AJ Green. He's an interesting guy here in Milwaukee. Uh, young guy, Marjan Bochamp. Uh, 3,600. But I really, I honestly do think, you know, I mean, I think if you land, land on those guys, it's fine. But I honestly do think that there's going to be guys that are literally minimum pricing that are going to be safer, I guess you'd call it. More upside. Just feel more rock solid. So, not super into to stacking Milwaukee guys. Um, Phoenix. Let's talk about Phoenix. Phoenix is sitting uh, in fourth. They are two and a half games ahead of fifth, with two games remaining. And they are three and a half games behind the Kings in third. Can't catch them. I think they're mathematically absolutely locked into fourth. So they don't have incentive to win. I don't see this is a back to back for the Suns. Don't see Kevin Durant playing for sure. Uh, don't see Devin Booker playing. Don't see Chris Paul playing. So, you know, you're taking away all those guys. Um, I think there are some guys here that I'm definitely interested in. Uh, first and foremost, Campaign at 4,200. He's my favorite play here on the uh, Phoenix side. A uh, guy that's absolutely capable of putting points and assists and threes in a bunches. Um, just an incredible score in spurts. Um, he does have games where he doesn't play very well, and this season hasn't been very good to him. But he's a guy I'm definitely eyeing here as a lock, assuming that Chris Paul and Devin Booker are both out. Even if Kevin Durant's playing for some reason, those guys are out, which that would never happen, but still, I'd, I'd play campaign there. Uh, if Kevin Durant's out, Josh Kogi, uh, 4,700. Been having a really good season since joining the, the uh, Suns, and I'm really happy about it because he's a really nice uh, you know, 3 and D type player. You're just hoping he hits those threes at 4,700. It's not the best price in the world, but still pretty good. Especially given the chance, the you know, situation where he's going to get a whole bunch of shots. 
he's been taking them. Uh, Orlando and Brooklyn. Orlando's probably going to sit all their starters again. I don't see why they have any incentive to play them. If that is the case, they didn't play Cole Anthony a single minute tonight, the night that I'm recording this, the night before this slate. That would make Jalen Suggs at 4,100 an absolute stone-cold lock. Do not sleep. Go get Jalen Suggs. I missed on him in this slate. I'm not going to lie. So that sucks for me. But um, I do believe that he's locked there. Uh, Bull Bull, 3,600, is also a very good play. He was my favorite play uh, in Orlando today and produced. Not as well as uh, as I would have hoped, but well enough. And I think he'll do the same thing again. So there you go. Gogo Patadze, 3300 same price. Uh, again, pretty much guaranteed to get you 20 to 25 DK points, and he's still got that upside. I don't think there's any way I call him a lock. That would be insane. But as a deep league, uh, you know, deep league pivot or deep pivot, I think he makes a whole lot of sense. There's a lot of meat in that bone. There's a lot of, uh, of, of upside there. I think that's the biggest thing. The upside is tremendous if he ends up getting 25, 30 minutes, which is not guaranteed. Absolutely not. But there you go. Philadelphia, also, not very much to play for. Let's see, Philadelphia is sitting, uh, oh gosh, I'm frozen. Sorry, guys. I have to get the software over to, uh, if you're aware of my situation here, I dropped my laptop down a flight of stairs. I have to get my software over to my PC that I just purchased so I can record there. But um, Philadelphia is uh, locked into, I think, third, yeah, third. So I don't see Embiid playing. I don't see Harden playing. Bebo Paul is at five thousand though. Um, I'm not. I'm not. That's too priced up. I'm not gonna necessarily go there. Don't think that's a super duper wise move. I don't think it's a. I mean, you can. I mean, he'll probably be fine at five thousand. But the guy I'm eyeing over here is Jalen Daniels at forty one hundred. Jalen Daniels at forty one hundred. We've saw we could do in starters minutes with no one else around him on the Hornets. So I'm looking for that again, probably like 30, 35 DK points at 4,100. I like that a whole lot. Uh, all right, Boston. Pretty much locked into where they are. Okay, I've got the, uh, here we go. So Philadelphia is a game and a half above the Cavs, but they lost tonight. Uh, it's the Miami Heat. don't think there's a super duper incentive. I mean, <laughs> No, there's no there's no incentive for them to fall to fourth. I don't think the Cavs can catch them. I'm not sure about that one. I wish wish I had someone to confirm that for me, but uh, I don't believe you see here, I'm trying to see what the schedule for the Cavs is here, how many games they have left. Yeah, the Cavs only have one game left. So yeah, it's no, they can't catch them, so. Sixers have no incentive here. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely play Jalen McDaniels. Absolutely, positively. Boston. That's what I was talking about. Boston. Um, they are also locked in second. No one can catch them. They can't catch the Bucks. 
So second place it is for the Boston Celtics. Already have three of their guards questionable, but I would have to imagine that Tatum and or Brown sits. And if that's the case, I mean, uh, I'd love to see who else plays, obviously. I mean, obviously, if Derek White or, or Brogdon plays, that'll be a good play. I think they'll probably sit out anyways. Marcus Smart as well. So if all those guys sit out, you can look at a Sam Hauser at 4800 Not the best price in the world, but the fact that he is 4800 leads me to believe that DFS people are already on to the fact that they're all going to be sitting probably. So I don't think it's the best price in the world, but I do like that price there. It's okay. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously they probably sit Horford in that scenario as well. So you can look at a guy like Blake Griffin at 3800 Rob Williams, 4500 is pretty interesting. I think there's some guys to look at there for sure. That's kind of it, though, for the guys that I'm looking at, you know, ahead of time here as, like, potential value plays. Let's go ahead and go on to the stars you can trust here. And if you guys don't have the DFS pass, go to sportsethos.com, sign up for that DFS pass, and come hang out, man. We're knowledgeable people. We like to share our knowledge, and we'd love to have you. So here we go. Some stars you can trust here. Miami and Washington. Miami's got plenty on the line here. Washington does suck, so I'm a little wary here. But uh, Bebe had a buyout at 7,600. Uh, does intrigue me. The Wizards are still playing guys like you know Gafford and stuff like that, but none of that's going to stop Bam. Um, Butler's a little bit too priced up for me, honestly. I think if you can get to him fine, that's great. Just don't think he's gonna have to try very hard. I don't think Bam's gonna have to try very hard either. But I'd rather eat the seventy six hundred salary than the I think it's eighty nine hundred for for Butler. Tyler Hero at sixty eight hundred is probably the guy that intrigues me the most though. Um, had a pretty good game tonight. Looking for him to have a pretty decent game again tomorrow night. I don't think that's asking too much, honestly. So I'd be looking at him. Uh, Toronto. Has a lot to play for here. They are playing Boston, who's going to be sitting a lot of people, I assume. So they should have actually a more decent defensive matchup than what, you know, it's going to look like on paper. People are going to see, oh, they're playing the Boston Celtics, and they might skim over it and say, oh, I don't want any part of anyone playing the Boston Celtics, which might be the case usually. On, on average, it's, it's the case. But here, you're getting the Boston Celtics without half their squad, basically. So it's not intimidating. They're going to get some backups here. So I do like Pascal Siakam at 9,300. I also like Scotty Barnes at 8,100. I think these guys are super safe because the Raptors really don't blow people out. They have a, you know, they struggle to stay in games sometimes. Uh, they struggle to put teams away, for sure. So I think you can absolutely spend up in this game on those guys. Siakam being one of my favorite spend-ups, uh, Guys, here I think there's one more later. Yeah, there's one more later. I like it a little bit more, but Atlanta, Philadelphia, go ahead and get you some Trey Young at 8900. Uh, Atlanta does want to win this game. He should get the backups in Philly as well. No Melton, so that helps a lot too. If the Stars play in Philadelphia, I still like it, man. Uh, you know, it's going to be a close game, I think, with Atlanta really needing this win. Brooklyn. Needs a win here, I believe, to, to finally shut up the door for Miami. He was frozen again, so I apologize. I will be fixing this again. <laughs> but um, I believe they need to win to keep Miami back. And so I do like me some Mikael Bridges at 8,700 and Nicholas Claxton 
at 7,200 as well. I think those are some very solid plays against a very weak defensive. Well, third stringers, I mean, probably not going to be playing <laughs> Caleb Houston and Jalen Suggs as their star. And, and it, yeah, it's just not, you know, end of season silliness. So go ahead and lock in some uh, Mikel Bridges and a little bit of Claxton, too. Not as excited about Claxton, but can definitely take a look at him. The Pelicans are currently in the playoff play-in, and they're, I believe, a game behind the two teams in front of them. I'll try to pull this up as I'm speaking here on my phone because my computer's just so stupid. How do I see the standings? There we go. Okay, here we go, guys. I apologize. So, so yeah, we do have uh, the Pelicans here are actually a game ahead of the Timberwolves and tied with the Lakers and a game behind Golden State Warriors. So this this matters a lot for the Pelicans. You can go with some Brandon Ingram at 10,000. I mean, I think it's fine um, in a game like this. And it's the Knicks. The Knicks are going to try because it's a Tom Thibodeau team, no matter who's playing it or who's not playing. But I think C.J. McCollum at 8,000 is a better play for me. I want to fit several probably of these 8,000 to 9,000 guys on teams that are playing for something. Like I can stack up, you know, Hero's a little bit less expensive, but I can stack a Hero, Mikael Bridges, CJ McCollum, or even a, even throwing a, a Pascal Siakam instead of a McCollum there. So that's why I'm not as interested in Brandon Ingram because there's going to be so much value out there. Um, you know, you can, you can get several of these, of these mid-tier guys. And it's all about con like you know co comparatively how they're going to do compared to other guys, right? So any other eight thousand dollar guy that's out there, I would take CJ McCollum over them. I don't think there's anybody else. Maybe Barnes. He's on my list also, eighty one hundred. So he's in that general range too. If you ask me, who to go with between those two? Probably McCollum for me. What I'm saying is if you lock them in uh, and someone else happens to choose, you know, whoever, um, Jimmy Butler, who's 8,900, and they don't have such a good game, then you're, you're beating them. So that's why I like, I like to go that route of spending on the uh, eight to $9,000 guys. Uh, Golden State Warriors have something to play for here against the Kings. They are tied with the Clippers. A game ahead of the Lakers, a game ahead of the Pelicans. Sitting in that last spot before the play-in. So this is a big game for them. Steph Curry at 10-5 um, might be my probably my favorite spin-up on the slate. Um, I do think, you know, Sacramento keeps things paced up still. Probably going to be sitting some guys. Their defense might actually get a little bit better. <laughs> They're sitting some of those some of those starting guys. I don't know about that for a fact. It's probably That's probably a little bit out there, but... Either way, um, I think he's a good play, Steph Curry. I also like Clay Thompson at 7,000, and we're just hoping this game stays close. That's all we're hoping for. Uh, the Lakers and Phoenix, I don't know how much Phoenix cares about winning this game, but the Lakers definitely do. Uh, Lakers are sitting in the seventh seed right now, tie with New Orleans, and a game behind the, the Warriors and the Clippers, obviously. Talking about basically all the same teams here. But obviously, Anthony Davis, 10-7. LeBron, 10-2, is probably the best, smartest cash play. Because his team is a middle-of-the-ground team that needs to win. And they're not going to play super-duper well. 
just not going not going to happen. They're not they're probably not going to blow them out. And uh, they're going to need LeBron. It's Phoenix also, so I think it will be closer than people think. But yeah, I think LeBron is probably the safest play on the slate. I think I like Curry more at 10-5 just because of the upside, but I do like LeBron as well. Thrive Fantasy, if you're not thriving, thrivefantasy.com is where you go. You use promo code ETHOS to sign up and get a deposit match up to 250 bucks. I got three plays for you guys on Thrive. I got Pascal Siakam over 36.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 105 points against the Boston Celtics. Again, not the Celtics that people think they're going to get. Pascal could absolutely go off. I think that's fine here at plus odds. CJ McCollum over 5.5 assists, 100 points against the New York Knicks. I think, again, uh, CJ's in for a pretty good game here. Um, Knicks are going to keep it close, so those stars are going to play full minutes. LeBron James over 39.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 100 points against Phoenix. Already told you guys I think he's the safest play in the slate here, and I think he's going to go over here. Carrying his team to a victory over a depleted Suns team, but still, it's going to be huge for them. Uh, we're, it's going to be interesting to see how these play-in games uh, shake out. But that's going to do it for me, guys. That is it. Um, I am going to have a live live lineup lineup lock show tomorrow. Might be doing it solo, but just you know, tune in with me. It's going to be about forty-five minutes before lock on the Sports Ethos YouTube channel. So please do that. Follow me on Twitter at, at @bsppkeith. Please do like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. Leave us a review. We always love you. Make sure you also subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can go ahead and get notifications for those lineup lock shows. But until next time, guys, go get that money. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.